My wife wants to I see didn't. it, so I might end up seeing it in theater. But other than that, that's probably about it. She's gonna oh. threaten you with that hammer. She might. Shit, she could. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, or welcome for the first time. We have uh, another great week. We have another great panel. We got QP, the source. What's going on, good man? Hey, man. Everything is great. I'm tired this week, but um, it's a good week in the the multiverse. Awesome. That's good. Good news, Tasha. More good news. You're back. How are you feeling? Yes, I'm feeling good. Thank you. Good. It's good to see your, your smiling face again. Mike Jones, what's up, man? Man, what's going on? Chilling. Uh, my mute brother. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm back in school. Uh, you know, uh, that's kicking my ass. But I'm, <laughs> was weather mild out your way out east as it was out here in the west today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It wasn't that bad today. Yeah, it, it got up to like seventy today, which is our high. I was loving it. Not sure how hot it got, but it was it didn't get hot at all. It was pretty cool. I had a jacket yeah. on, so yeah, it wasn't that bad. What? It gets colder in the higher altitudes with your tall ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, the AC was still on at my job, and I was like, man, this is everybody else is walking around just feeling good. I was kind of cold, so I dig it. Rob, that one guy. How's it going? Doing well. Got one oh, more day, and then I'm on vacation. Oh, yeah. Minnesota, right? Yeah, going to Minneapolis. I like the new backdrop. I love all the the memo behind you. That's beautiful. Even though it's hot in that room, what'd you say? Yeah, it's very hot in here. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, man, but I'm doing great. Everybody's doing great. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, we got some great stuff for you this week. We're going to start off with uh, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, running that... Uh, Million dollar, multi million dollar mouth. Talking about what was he fought to keep Black Adam and Shazam separate? Um, and on what else did he say? Like, uh, what was the other thing? The Justice League and Avengers would be a billion dollar movie, yeah. The Marvel and DC crossover would be a, a big, um, money, like, yeah, you know, a big event, which is duh, uh, yeah, I, I. I think, um, you know, it's been mentioned before. We love The Rock. Excited for him in this role. And I go to see most of his movies. I just need him to, like, uh, I'm starting to just roll my eyes now when I see uh, an article with his name on it. Like, I get the enthusiasm and everything. And I just, I hope he backs it up. But I just need to just bring it down just a little bit. But I'm, I'm hoping cheerleader. I need him to. I want him to be successful. Uh, I want this whole thing, but just the the what he said about getting Zach Levine the role and everything. I I was kind of confused about that, and I don't know how much truth is to that. I mean, there's no need for him to lie, but not everything needs to be publicized or you know put out in the open. But I'm excited, you know. I, I'm I'm tagging Robin everything he says now, just to <laughs> just to. Upset. Make him upset too. So, 
So yeah, that, yeah, in case I, I noticed it. all that. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's it's easy for him being the you know self appointing himself the DC hype man now, but uh, most of everything he's saying is either obvious or after the fact. Yeah, it's easy to say after the fact that he pushed for you know Black Adam and 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 Shazam and Zachary Levy to have his own movie, but. You know, we we unless he's appointed, you know, DC's DCEU creative director or his movie is like, you know, tops the charts, you know, the best movie yeah. that's ever made that makes the most money. Then, you know, he's just he's just doing his rock thing. He's he's going back to his wrestling days of being the hype man yeah. doing the promos. I agree. You know what? I want him to be this loud. In the second week in November, maybe the third week in November, a month after this movie comes out, be this loud. I love Dwayne. He he is the most electrifying man in show business right now. Just keep talking. I mean, he's great. He's talking now because he's he's so happy and thinks his movie's gonna be amazing. Just keep keep the same energy, bro. When everything can, can you imagine the 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 talk he's going to have if his movie stays on top of the the weekend charts when Wakanda comes out is going to be crazy. I make himself a DC championship belt with a bowl on it, man. He's going right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to say, "I've been watched by millions mm-hmm. and millions of people." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's just going to be him. I mean, he's great hype. I mean, he's one of the most recognizable faces in showbiz right now. And I think it's going to be, you know, pretty stinking great. Hopefully he does great. But, you know, yeah, like I, we said. I, I want him to succeed. And, like, right now I'm just a little confused, um, confused slash concerned that his score as well as Batgirl. That means Batgirl yeah, was good. And his movie was good, or that means. It was the first cut. <laughs> it, was the, it was the first cut of the movie that reviewed the same as Batgirl. So it was just like the, you know, before the edits and before they went back and, you know, retooled the thing. That's what I got from the article. I'm not trying to defend it because I haven't watched it yet. But No, no. And I, I understand. And, you know, like, I don't, like, while I take note of critic scores and whatnot, like, I really, I, I never think they have the right people reviewing these movies. Because um, you go in and, you, and you're like, I, what was the problem? You know, like, this was, this was great. So, like, it's just something to make to, you know, make note of. It's registered up there, and I'm, I'm still going to check it out. Like, yeah. I, I want him to win with this, just without all the noise. That's all. And speaking of DC cuts, man, I know that this one kicked Tasha right in the gut. They're talking about getting rid of uh, Young Justice. Yes, We're they did. That. Oh, man. This, this one hurts. So, with all that Warner Brothers HBO cuts that they're doing um in the article that i shared in the group they were saying that hbo originally only agreed to one season but then they renewed for season four um and they're saying that right now there's no plans for season five um the creators were saying that it's not a matter of when but if they even get a new season so with these cuts happening it's probably not going to happen i'm afraid i'm I'm so scared i i want the renewal i really do just give us one more just tie it in a bow with season five that's all i want but it's gonna hurt to see it canceled for a second time 
hopefully, hopefully they don't cut it. Hopefully they can finish it out. They have one season left. They've got, I mean, they're going to get their tax money back on Batgirl. So they're just not really a budget thing. They're going to have the money to make an animated show. So. Yeah, we we just need mm-hmm. to see the dark side resolution. Yes. Yeah. Close that off. Because, you know, when they ended, what was it, season two, when they dropped off the face of the earth and everything was still wide open? Yeah. And they just started a petition. And that was, was that, like, well, that wasn't before Twitter really took off. But now that Twitter's like forcing people to do shit, they're going to have to face all the fans if they do it again. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that the lost revenue from fans is probably more than the lost revenue of making the show. That's just my opinion. But I know nothing. Zero. My but. my one hope, which is what I was telling you guys off mic, is that I want them to at least re- um, put the last season on physical media before they decide to just, you know, get rid of Young Justice if they so choose. Just put that last season on blu-ray so i could put it in my collection and all the other fans can put it in their collection if they have it and we're set because if they're going to go down the route of canceling shows and also removing it from hbo max where are we going to watch it so i'd rather have that physical media to not risk them taking it off of the streaming service and then have nowhere to watch it yeah that's a good point yeah hopefully they don't take it Hopefully they don't. I mean, just one more season. One more season, Warner Brothers. That's just all one. the fans want. Just one. Uno mas. Just, just one. Call it good. There is one um, One more. I know we weren't going to really get into DC because there's nothing solid, it seems. But um, the gentleman who ran the Arrowverse, Greg Berlanti. Yeah, Berlanti. Yeah, so his name has come up again on the last couple of days as possibly um, running, getting in that Kevin Fergie role. And, like, the article I read, they brought up some good points. Like, I mean, the Arrowverse was the closest thing to a shared universe that DC has had, and they definitely had a couple years where everything was was rocking uh, for them. But then it got... Soap opera, you know. I think we all agree that some of the the early seasons of Arrow, Flash, Legends, uh, first season Supergirl. I don't know if we can count that, even though it was on CBS for one season. And Black even, Lightning was uh, good too. Black Lightning Black was Lightning good too. Was great. And yeah, I just, I just, I don't know why that was canceled. It, 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 it didn't take that. Soap opera turn, I think with him, like it would be a good start. But the music was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they he, he has to be. Right. It can't do what CW did with the uh, shows being smothered in romance and you know marriage. Ran, I think they sessions. they ran out of good material and they went to what was comfortable. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. The writing staff may have changed. Um. But we've had this discussion before, even in even in post, it was like just go to the source material. That's that's, that's where you're supposed to go. Yeah, you know? is that? And I, I think, you know, I'm being serious now. The the Oliver Felicity relationship. Um, what's um, Barry's girl's name? Iris. Iris. You know uh, that like those kind of became front and center. I think mm-hmm. um, Arrow, Flash. 
I'm just going to highlight those right there. They did good with taking obscure characters and giving them life. You know, mm -hmm. before the Suicide movie, uh, Suicide Squad movies, they were alive on Arrow. They, it was like one Suicide Squad episode, maybe two a season. And they were great with John leading the team with his wife. Those were great. And that show got hit when, when uh, DC decided to do their universe because they couldn't use certain characters anymore. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have a problem if Greg took over, um, but I just got to be careful. I don't want all the I don't, don't want to see I don't want to see any more olicity crap mm -hmm. on in the movie screens. Yeah, but I agree. Keep oh, keep Dawson's Creek you. off. Keep nine hundred two one zero off of it. You know, give me some hero stuff. Like you said, the first couple seasons of, of all those shows were amazing because they were action packed. It was it was pretty much a hero show doing hero stuff but then you had the occasional drama sprinkled in but then they flipped the script and they were like all right let's just go with drama and every now and then we'll have some arrow fights and stuff like that, that that's yeah. kind of why i think that superman and lois is that much better because unlike unlike iris and and Fel felicity lois knows what superman's all about she's not gonna say like oh it's either me or the or the superhero <laughs> life like the other ones you know <sighs> she's she's fully integrated into that life yeah, and I, I think they they know how they they did a better job of balancing out the the superhero dome and the, the the romance and family relationship stuff that goes on in the background. Even Iris had a moment where I was looking at her sideways when she said that she was what did she say? She was the Flash. Like, we are team we Flash. Are the Flash. Yeah, we are the Flash. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. You ain't in the Speed Force. Yeah, Come baby, on. I'm the one getting shot at out here. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when like, that I love you. Crazy talking about that one. Yeah, so she was running a, a close second to uh, um, Fel uh, Felicity at one point, but, you know. Ooh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible second. Yeah. yeah oh. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, changing gears, let's go to a, a Netflix movie, which I think we've all watched. It uh, came no, out last week. You didn't watch it? Well, I didn't, I didn't watch it either. Man. I didn't know I was supposed to. It's all right. All right. Push, right. push it out. Push it out. Push it out. All right. Push it out. We'll push it out. Yeah, all right. Changing gears. It's all right. Give us something to talk about next week. We'll talk about, yeah. talk about that next week. Cause we're gonna I'm have just a, giving uh, them a hard time now. <laughs> it's not on Hulu. No, we, we, did, we didn't give you the assignment. We understand. I respect that. We didn't tell you to do it. And school's back in session. You have priorities. I can dig that 100%. Yeah. Man, those kids are killing me. I feel old in class. I feel I feel like J-Pat old. I feel old. Ooh. Ooh. All right. That only took that only took nine minutes. It took less than nine minutes to to say that. No, I'm waiting for that since Monday. I wish he was here to hear it, but he'll hear it. He'll hear it. He'll hear it. I promise you. Oh, okay. Uh She Hulk. She Hulk dropped yesterday. As of recording, which is a Friday, it dropped on Thursday. And what did we think of She-Hulk? Who goes first? Let's go with uh, Tosh. Tosh, check it out. Yep. Please tell, tell um, me. I don't know anything about She-Hulk at all. So when no. you guys were mentioning... <laughs> 
you guys were mentioning about how they kind of stuck to her origins as to how she got her powers. I didn't know that she basically was in contact with Bruce's blood. I figured it was kind of like a situation where she experimented on herself to see if she would be able to be a Hulk. I didn't know. So when I saw that, it was a surprise. I was like, oh, okay, this is different. Um, I guess I try to mentally compare it to like the Flash and Kid Flash, like how Kid Flash mimicked the science experiment. But anywho, Mm -hmm. um, the first episode, I wasn't expecting it to basically be only the stuff we saw in the trailer with her training with Bruce and... um, just be that whole beach scene. So mm-hmm. for this being, I guess you guys said eight or nine episodes. Nine, I'm curious yeah. as to see what exactly we're going to get. You know, they start to finish in this first episode. We covered the the second trailer that came out or is the first one? Mm-hmm. Either I, I, one. The trailers are fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. fuzzy to me. I can't remember. But basically, whichever second one was, was the one that... with the uh, abomination in it, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Second Daredevil. Was, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, I forgot about that one. I guess my brain was focused on the first trailer then. Um, it, so I take it back. The. <laughs> Sally says hi, everybody. Um, hi, Sally. Yeah, I'll just. I'll. Um, just You're finish fine. off by saying I, I, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, I was quiet for most of it. I didn't go woo, you know, at anything. <laughs> uh, the CG, some of the stuff, it looked fine, but moments with Tatiana's face, it looked like it, her face was stiff. There wasn't much fluidity with her facial expressions in some scenes, not all of them, but some of them, and I did catch it. Um, I'm curious to figure out going forward why she's very open with her identity as She-Hulk that her co-worker knows. And she was okay with basically hulking out in the courtroom. So, you know, is the well i guess not but you know with um the stuff that we've had in the avengers movies where anyone with a super huge power has to be registered by the government you know are we going to get into that or was that answered already you know and i'm not remembering um you know just little things like that i i was i'll give it an um a, a second episode to before i decide if i really I'm going to be with the show or not because we haven't gotten to that attorney part. Okay. But so far, so good. Okay. All right. Mike, what'd you think of She Hulk, my man? Um, I liked it. I watched it. Uh, I got pretty much what I expected. Uh, I read the She Hulk comic from the 90s, and I mm-hmm. know she did a lot of uh, fourth wall breaking, so I, I got a lot of what I expected. Uh, the, I don't know what you call it, animation. Uh, how she looked, the uh, the CG, the CG, she still looked a little cartoonish for me. Um, even Hulk looked really cartoonish to me. They didn't that they didn't look that good to me, uh, especially when they were doing like the thunderclap and she was clapping her hands. That looked a little corny. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it did. It looked a little corny, but I got I got pretty much what I was expecting. Uh, didn't have any real problems. 
they like like Tasha, they still didn't really blow me away either. But I mean, of course, I'm going to watch it. Uh, it's, yeah. But I'm looking forward to the rest of it. That's pretty much it. I mean, it was it was all right. It was cool. All right. And I, I do like this. It jumped right into it. It didn't make you wait like 90 episodes to get to the point. It just it started. <laughs> okay, here. <laughs> it didn't. didn't it didn't. That. Um. It didn't moon night you. It didn't moon night me. Didn't miss Marvel me. It just went. Okay, here she 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 hulking the first 30 seconds. Okay, good. All right, I ain't gotta wait for it. Hell yeah. So, I, I did like that part. part. Yeah, that was a great part. That was great. Rob, what about you, man? DC guy. I I liked it. I thought it was funny. The uh, the Bruce and uh, Jennifer, how they're you know their family. You can tell the way that they they talk to each other and the way they joke and, and harass each other that they, it it didn't come off as forced. You know, it came yeah. off like these people know each other for a long time. Their jokes, their inside jokes. Um, so it didn't it didn't come over all the. Yeah, it's not over the top. So the, it was funny, but not like. Not, we don't need to go into Thor, but um, the the scene where she hulked out on those dudes trying to you know trying to freshen up, be a, be fresh with her was really yeah. funny just to see their faces when she turned around and screamed at them. That was really good. And even this, the scene of all the girls taking care of her in the bathroom, that was really funny too. That was hilarious. Yeah. That, that was really funny. Um, I, I, I think they did. You, you can tell on some scenes, they definitely, especially when, when Jennifer is still, they cleaned up a lot of the, the, the CG, they, they defined her, her, her her facial features and her her wrinkles and um they they even defined her muscles a lot better than they did in the uh in the trailers she's you know still slimish but she's got you can tell she's got biceps like she's 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 a big yeah and um like like you guys were saying the the animation in some of those action sequences still seemed pretty but that's just kind of how action sequences go though. You know, they have to kind of rush them out. So when they're moving so fast, you don't have to have as much detail and it makes sense to kind of save in on that end. But overall, no, I like the pace, the humor, everything else about this, this show seems pretty good so far. I yeah. would have liked a second episode to start just to kind of get us an idea of what the overarching, you know, plot is in mm-hmm. this one. But um, I'm guessing we'll get that next week. Yeah, I agree. Quincy. Overall, uh, uh, so I was not looking forward to this show. Okay, at like, all, as I mentioned before, it was this one made me so nervous. I'm like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to skip over it. And uh, I watched it, and um, I loved this first episode. Um, I think a good story where it makes sense is like the medicine for almost everything, like the CGI. Um, was spotty in some areas, but it's like I didn't even really like. It wasn't something that dragged the show um, to me. Um, the pace was good. Um, again, Marvel had to uh, <laughs> change something that the Russos had done in Endgame and uncripple the Hulk. Um, She-Hulk's origin was uh, a little outdated, so I understand them changing it a little bit. Um, but I thought it was good. Uh, I like I, I like this aspect, um, and this will be interesting. Like, uh, like a hero who is kind of like out and open. She's like, I'm going to continue to live my life. Like this doesn't change anything, and that's interesting territory. I really can't think of anyone else uh, in the MCU who who's lived like this, except maybe Spider Man. But that he still had a secret identity. 
You know, I think she's Steve still going did. out for the most part. Yeah. It was all it was off camera, but you know. yeah, yeah. But he was in like a government monitor building. Like his job was, you know, like being a he was working for Shield. You know, like she's going to her apartment, going to work. She's got coworkers, and she's on you know, like I. Yeah, I, yeah. So like, I wanna like, I'm interested in that. Um, and it was the CGI was. So I will go back and say this. So the Hulk, his facials like up close were sharp, and then when they pulled back from him doing action, like it looked weird. And then with her, it was almost the same. Like when they were fighting, it it almost looked almost like a like a sim video game or something. But it wasn't. Like, I enjoyed the show. Like, I'm going to keep watching it. Um, but again, the Disney Plus shows, the ones that I have liked and ended up hating, um, they were good in the beginning. They just couldn't keep up the momentum. So, we'll yeah. see. Cocaine wore off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob mentioned that these were only 30 minutes. Like, what did you say, 39, 37? 37. 37 yeah. They need to keep yeah. it like that. Like, um, just keep it tight and keep it moving. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I like the pace. I like the story so far. Yes, the origin, um, like one of the posts uh, in the Facebook group actually said, it, was, was, it felt kind of rushed or weird, but uh, I agree with Quincy. It was outdated. And we talked about this off mic, um, borrow your words, Quincy, that this MCU Hulk would not willingly give his blood to anybody knowing what was going on inside of him. And so I think the origin story kind of fit. You know, he bled onto her and it was like, oh, my gosh. But that was the only weak point to me. Uh, The CGI, of course, as you've all mentioned, it's kind of sketchy when you got tight. Everything looked good when you backed off. It was kind of like a comic panel. You didn't really have to be so detailed if your character was further off in the panel. You get yeah. It kind of seemed like anytime they had to animate anything more than the face, it kind of faded out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So you just kind of put a few a few less pencil strokes in there, you know. But you got the the gist of it. Um, the fight scene was funny. You could tell they were family. They just you know they're fighting like uh, my family and I did in the backyard at barbecues. You just start tussling. And it just happened to be two very strong people. I love her character's competitive spirit. She's so, I'm just better. You know, her whole thing was, I'm just better than you, Bruce. And I found it hilarious. You know, when she busted out, he was like, is, are you still in there, Jen? And she was like, yeah, who else would be in here? And I was just, it was hilarious. I thought it was really great. And her competitive spirit and the fact that she just wanted to um, get back to her regular job. I was like, and there was like, it- two or three times where Bruce is like, don't lawyer me. <laughs> yeah. You know, how long have you been in Mexico? And you're just going to jump into a gigantic Jeep and drive yourself back over the border. It's just, that's just funny to me. I, I found it hilarious. Um, her comfort with her coworker. Um, she's her best friend. And I think that's why she was just so comfortable talking to her about it. And the reason why she hulked out. Why not? People. Yeah. yeah. To protect people. That's what they do. She finally accepted the fact that she's going to be a superhero. Um, I dug it. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest. I, I'm I'm kind of apprehensive, like Quincy mentioned. You know, you start off hot, but then all of a sudden, um, and Rob's famous quote, I'm going to say it again, the coke wore off um, in other uh, shows that we've watched, and it just fizzled out. But hopefully this one doesn't. It's a good, fast pace, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I like this so far. So 
has a lot more to prove. The dialogue was um, was good too. Um, I liked their conversation. I liked his concern with her being a Hulk. You can tell, you know, he's in a a good spot now, but before you can tell, you know, he's a little. I don't know what's the word. Let's just say he was affected by it. Uh, you know, he was really concerned for her. He didn't want her to leave. It's like, hey, like, you know, I'm here. I'm the only other person who knows what you're going through. Like, I, like I felt all that, and they were legitimate concerns, and it was a a realistic conversation. Even some of the things she was saying about restraining her anger, um, like those were good, well written scenes. That was great. That was yeah, that was and like, like again, man, like story um cures all ailments with you know movies books whatever like as long as you're keeping it going the pace to mike's point they jump right into it like i didn't see need to see her get shot by a gangster and them have to find bruce banner so, she, so that she gets a blood fusion and then she transforms but all that was handled in like the first right 10 minutes maybe get right like, to it less yeah right right and i mean i'm, a, I'm actually uh I like the reason for the uh, the accident. You know, it looks like uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Game Master, Grandmaster, the guy from um, Sakari, yeah, Sakari yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it looks like they're looking for him, which what kind of makes sense, you know. Um, so that's a nice thread that's there. You, you can see that um, the universe, the MCU, you know, everything outside that show. Yeah. Right, the connections are still there and like that was good to see um i read there are a lot of cameos in this and um i mean i can kind of understand why um if you know just looking at what we're having to deal with a very public hero and -hmm. it's going to be eyes on her and she might get more of these conversations um she might not but you know she's in the public uh, it'd be curious what they do with the Civil War, the Sokovia Accords, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had the same effect, long-lasting effect that they've had in the comics, you know. The Civil War was important for that year, and then afterwards, like, what? What registration? You know, mm-hmm. like, forget all of it. Yeah, like, don't worry about that. Even though yeah, people yeah, died yeah. on both sides, like, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's not a waiver. It'd be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there are absolutely no repercussions uh, in the comics from the Civil War, I think a year after it ended, honestly, like everything just went back to BAU. Now, um, real quick, the, Bruce did a lot of a lot of name dropping. He talked a lot about Tony, Tony. And, and, yeah. and 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 he mentioned Steve. Um, I don't know what was the hype about Steve's virginity. Why was that even a big issue? I mean, I saw articles and I'm like what. <laughs> Why do I give a shit about Steve Rogers when he got some? What is, because that was America's it, ass, man. Yeah, Still, and, I, and it was like a, a damn when he when he did it. I think it was he just kind of yeah. I think it was just kind of assumed that he was because uh, you remember the conversation he had with Black Widow Civil War, and she was like, "When was the last time you kissed a girl?" And yeah. I don't know if he he answered it. That was that was Winter like, Soldier. That was Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. What did I say? Civil War. Black Widow. Oh, that was on my mind. It's on right now. Civil War is on right now, I believe. But, um, yeah, I just, 
to me that I found that, that part pointless. <laughs> I thought it was humorous. I think they wrote it in just I to mean, be funny. It was funny. funny, but the way it was all over Facebook, the question about Steve Rogers' virginity is answered. Who gives a shit? That, that was definitely for the, the female viewers. Yeah, yeah, was, and that was that happens. was. And that was the balance. Like it didn't. It wasn't the whole show with that. Like it hit hard. It was funny, and like you moved on with the gamma, the gamma story. And like yeah. honestly, I wanted to hear um, Bruce confirm that he was alive or or dead. Like mm-hmm. you know, the last rumor in Falcon was that he's living on the moon. You know, and no one knows where he is. Like it's just, I wanted some confirmation. He's an urban legend out, now. Though. In the right. MCU, he's an urban legend. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious. That whole part where she was just like faking drunk and all of a sudden she was like, ah, I'm sober. I was like, oh, this, is, this is great. You know, and he was really mad when he crashed his bar. Then he made her build it back up. So I, mm-hmm. overall, good stuff. I mean, she's hilarious. I think it's, it's a lot more to it. Yeah. And the actress, uh, I don't know. I don't know, Tasha, if that was you or Megan who watched her in a previous show. I think it was me. That was me. No, that was me. Okay. Yeah. Orphan Black. Like Orphan she, Black. she, she's great. Like I, I like I'm sold. Black Clover. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I'm sold on. I'm sold on her. Like yeah, uh, some of her best parts were her just in regular form having mm-hmm. the conversations and you know. I don't she, know why I thought she, she had an me. accent though. I just thought she had an accent when I maybe from the pictures or something. A couple of her characters she, in Orphan Black do. Is that what it is? Yeah, she's Canadian. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, she is Canadian. So she has a little bit of an accent naturally, I believe. Oh, it's the, it's the curly, it's the brown curly hair that threw you off, Mike, because that's, that's Quincy's kryptonite. So that's why he's on it like that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> she's short and crazy. She's she short, she, mean. She's probably crazy, crazy too. There yeah. You like, see that in her eyes, man. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Um, first episode, I definitely give it out of a ten, a solid eight. I give it a solid eight out of All ten. Right. Let me get the let me get my scorecard up here. Uh, All right, what about you, Tosh? Um, um, I'd give it an eight as well. Robert. Yeah, I'd I'd go with an eight as well. Oh, okay. Mike. Yeah, I give it a seven and a half, eight. I no lower than that. It's it's straight. Give me a, uh, give me one I'll number. Um, eight. Lotto oh. number. Give me a lotto number. Don't don't make him do math. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh. That would be bold. I'm I'm stingy with my points, so I'm just gonna give it an eight. Nine was about to come out, though. I I really enjoyed it. I really did. All right. I really did. All right. Oh, man. Superheroes. Dragon Ball superhero, to be specific. So Rob's I know going we first. Had two, we saw two on the panel. <laughs> two on the panel. Got to see it. Oh, Rob, Rob, fire away, man. Rob's I'm, going I'm first. He has to. Hold on. I, I saw it. I wanted to talk about this. You like, lied. So yeah. All right. You guys go. I'll be right <laughs> Well, um, we can, I took some notes while, while I was watching it, and I was kind of just keeping it in the back of my mind because there's a lot of little hints speckled out throughout the whole thing. But um, 
overall, I, I would say it's a it's a pretty good movie. I, I would say the the Broly movie is still better. It's paced a lot better. Um, the fight scenes were a little bit better. This one, I swear, the first thirty minutes of this movie felt like two and a half hours because it was just <laughs> evil. Mo- it was just super villain monologuing for the whole time, driving in a car and going over their plan and all this other stuff. I mean, it was good to hear. And they showed some pretty cool stuff. And the animation was really, really good. Um, for it being mostly 3D animation, they managed to blend in their the, the Dragon Ball and Akira Toriyama style of art into the 3D realm without making it look too jarring. Some of it kind of was. like They, they had very stiff movements in some scenes, but their fights were all pretty well, pretty well choreographed and, and put together pretty well. Um I would say other than the pacing issues, um, it was uh, it was refreshing to see some of the minor characters taking the uh, the the starring role in the show. And it's similar to what they wanted to do in this in the cell and and Boo saga. They wanted Gohan to be the main character and Goku stay dead and and be off. But, you know, marketing issues and them not selling enough toys brought Goku back. But they, 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 they found a pretty plausible reason to keep Goku and Vegeta off of the planet and, and out of this fight. And what what they brought to the, the table was was very entertaining, even though they did bring back a villain um, that we've seen before. Um, his, his, his form is a lot different, and it was fun to see just the way it all played out. Yeah. Tosh is nodding emphatically. Ahead, I'm ch- I'm hiding I'm hiding my smile so much. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm going to keep it as spoiler free as I possibly can. If you, just a teeny little plug, just a teeny bit. If you want to hear the spoiler filled version, there will be a bonus episode coming out uh, sometime after this one. I don't know how soon after. But I will have the full spoiler review of this movie. But for now, I loved the movie. Now that might be just because I was in the IMAX screening for an anime movie for the first time. Usually I'll do, you know, they have your regular size screens, but then they have like what's called a super screen or a jumbo screen. And then you have IMAX. I'll see the anime movies in the slightly bigger screen but this is my first IMAX experience and I just felt immersed in the world for me I was just I was sitting there I was like this is amazing the the animation is so good so at first I when I saw the trailers I didn't care for the animation too much because it's not what I was used to I was like oh no here we go with the computer animated crap, but with how they wanted to do the fight scenes, it made sense. And I ended up really enjoying how the movie looked. There was a lot of humorous moments. I tried so hard not to be the only one laughing so loud in the theater. But, you know, the little comedic moments, I saw it in English uh, dub, by the way. So for anyone that was wondering, um, they I think they have English dub and Japanese dub in the theater. Um, So you could pick and choose your experience. But I saw it in English and 
it made me miss seeing a Dragon Ball anime. Like we haven't had one in a few years now in America. And it just, it made me miss watching an episode week to week. But anyway, um, fighting choreography I thought was good. There were, without giving too much away, when they did fight, you know how sometimes in Dragon Ball, they'll do just a bunch of zoom lines that show, oh, this character's moving so fast or they're punching so fast. They didn't do that a whole lot. You got to actually see kicks and punches connect and actually see the fight choreography. You got to see Piccolo give somebody a DDT and that was awesome. (laughs) It was just, it was so nice and i liked the fact that we got to see minor characters shine they shined in this movie and one of the other things that they've done is they kind of allowed people who haven't seen dragon ball super be integrated into this movie so if you've seen dragon ball z at least you can come into this movie, see these characters, you not really recognize who they are, but the characters will tell you who they are. They're like, oh, your father, Gohan, or, oh, your brother, Trunks, you know, stuff like that. Um, to have you figure out who is who that was introduced in Super. Um, so I think anybody who has not watched the Dragon Ball Super anime, can come into this film and enjoy it for what it is. Especially since we have a previous villain come through. The only thing I would say is that previous villain was from Dragon Ball Z. So as long as you've seen Dragon Ball Z, you will feel, you know, a connection to this film. Um... As for a score, oh boy, um, my brain wants to say to give it a 10 out of 10 because <laughs> I couldn't find anything wrong with it. And I'm still in that hype from seeing it last night. Um, I would say solid nine, maybe a nine and a half. Uh-huh. Okay. I I, I, I I will get more into everything in that bonus episode and just you'll hear me geek out for at least 20 minutes. <laughs> but uh, yes, recommend seeing it in a theater. If you can see it in IMAX, I say it's worth the price. But at I agree. least I it's think a, in the theater, definitely. In the theater, you just ha- you the have scale, to see the, the scale of the, the the way they do it. It looks so good on the big screen, for sure. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay, Rob. I think I'd, you... g- I'd give it an eight, only because I think some of the monologuing and and exposition could be trimmed a little bit just to give some mystery mm-hmm. because they laid out everything right at the beginning. You know how this thing was going to yeah. play out. It's like so they, they did. They could have. They could have cut a little bit of that, and I think it would have flowed a little bit better. But other than that, everything else is really good. Um, okay. the, the kaiju battle that they have in there, and anybody who's seen <laughs> um, any of the MCU will notice some some homages that they took. The uh, the base itself, very similar to Wakanda. It's got a force field around it hiding the base. <gasps> yep, yep. Um, right, Gohan does right. his Thor coming down and his, his where, give, bring me Thanos moment. 
Um, one of the characters when they die, it looks like they turn into dust, like the snap. You know, the, mm-hmm. some of the some of the people who who just got done watching some of the MCU movies when they were uh, writing the script for this. Sounds fun. Yeah, I'm a. I want. To, I'm. A, I'm not gonna promise, but I'm gonna definitely try because it sounds like a great time. I mean, I'm gonna have to do a, a bunch of YouTubing to to catch all the way back up before I watch it. But I'm gonna have I'm rely on you guys to tell me which ones to watch, though. So we'll go with that. If you just do a quick dive of the Android and Cell Saga, you'll be pretty much up to date on everything you need to know about this. This uh, okay. The the main plots yeah. of this, I should say. Whatever Vegeta and Goku are doing are pretty much inconsequential to the plot. Okay. Uh, the uh, after credit scene is pretty funny, though. Okay. Yes, yes, right. it is. <laughs> All right. Great. That, I love it, guys. I can't wait for Tasha's, uh, her, her episode to drop next week. So that'll be fun to listen to. Definitely check that out, people. Uh, we'll definitely make it known that it exists and you can check it out. Oh, man. Please. Yeah, definitely. Please, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some propers. Quincy's gonna do some propers and, and make sure that it's publicized, right? Q. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah yes. Perfectly fine. Okay. I'll have to make sure. Good. All right, man. This is a fun part of the episode. We're going to the group questions, and pretty decent, pretty decent turnout. I think we're gonna have some good talking points uh, this week, similar to the last two weeks. Quincy, we'll let you run with it, man. Yeah, let's bring it up here. I have it up if if you want me to read them. Yeah, man, let me first, let's see this first. Jason, happy belated birthday, uh, Mr. Spider-Man. We'd love to hear your questions. I know that you were asking where to where to post them. Just go ahead and post them in the feed. Um, you're, you're a very busy man, but next time you see the post pop up, just go ahead and throw the questions in there. If, if you don't feel comfortable throwing them out there like that, just inbox one of us, and uh, we'll definitely get it out there. So that's all I had to say. Yeah, go ahead, Tasha. You have a wonderful voice that flows over the <laughs> podcast universe. Go ahead. No, no pressure. <laughs> um, so we'll start with the question from Dennis Glover. He was following up to a discussion that was done earlier in the week in the, in the Facebook group uh, regarding... I believe this was a fan casting for Professor X with the new X-Men coming to the MCU. So he was saying, um, following up about the uh, Giancarlo Esposito fan casting of Professor X, is there an issue, aside from the inevitable, with making Professor X and Magneto's origins specifically about race? Why not make their ideals stem directly from the society they were meant to be allegories for? Hmm. Would I have a problem with that? No. But uh, y'all know the world we live in. Y'all know the same group of people that hate everything would lose their mind. It would go apeshit crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah, Uh, it would. It it would be too much for a lot of people. They wouldn't be able to handle it, even though those are the people you got to talk to real slow, right, Mike? Real slow. Those you don't even talk to. I just have to, <laughs> I just can't. I, I don't have the energy. Uh, I don't have the energy for those. I can take the um, misinformed better than the ignorant. Those people I just can't deal with. I just avoid them completely. I like that. Yeah. I do have a question. Go ahead. Now this might sound silly. 
Um, it might have just been an online comparison that I've heard, I've seen. I don't know why I thought this was actually true. But is there any uh, truth to Professor X and Magneto being an inspiration from Martin Luther King and Malcolm X in terms of their beliefs are on a, a line, but their ways of going about it are different? It, from, it, is that true? Or is that just some people online saying, oh, I noticed the two are kind of similar? That story, that particular point of view has been around since forever. And it's not mm -hmm. just online. That was just uh, the way that people believed it. And it was a great comparison. But from what I've gathered and read is that they weren't written like that it just happened to be that way it just happened to be a direct okay. parallel right. that's kinda, just for me it kind of morphed okay. that way into the 90s in the beginning it wasn't so much that way but in the mm -hmm. 90s it was really when it when when it morphed into that malcolm x uh martin luther king thing especially around yeah. the, the x movie came out that's when it really got that that vibe okay but it, it, it was intentional by that point it it, it wasn't you know, they meant for it to be that way. So, so yeah. then my question is, what is the problem with Professor X and Magneto being cast as people of color? Flat if out you, nothing. If people are okay with comparing it to real life figures who are people of color, just why not dude. just anybody being of color? It's the same. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, to me, it would. The question would be, is. Professor X and Magneto is their race. Is it is it something that is heavily tied to their origin? Mm -hmm. Like whereas yeah. we can't we can't have like a white, a Russian, or an Australian Black Panther, right? Like like his origin is African, and you know you can't just change that. Like I don't know I don't know like I don't read enough X-Men books to say yes or no if their origins are tied to their ethnic with, backgrounds. With Magneto, it kind of is. He's definitely European. He grew up in, I forget, so where's Auschwitz or somewhere in Jewish territory back then. He's definitely, uh, Max Eisenhardt is his real name, not, not, mm -hmm. not Eric Lynch. I think that was his uncle or whatever. So uh, he is definitely, but uh, as far as Professor X, not so much. No. But definitely Magneto. I don't think the world's ready for that change yet. As a whole, um, sadly mm -hmm. enough, the world's not ready for all the change that needs to happen. You can quote me on that. And these are the same people who were hating She Hope three days before it came out. They're just not going to be able to handle it. No, nah. nah, they're still hung up in their ways. You know, that's them. You know, and honestly, in my belief, it is our duty to help change these people if they're willing to change. But until they're willing to change, it's never going to happen. So. I would love to see that happen strictly from a cinematic point of view, but I really don't think the world's ready for it yet. I think it could happen, but I just don't think it's ready for it yet. My okay. opinion. All right. Uh, Tash, can you get, get Jamil's uh, question? It's underneath the, the second mm -hmm. comment. I don't know why he replied to that instead of just making his sure. own. Uh, yeah. I don't want that <laughs> one to get lost. Where was that? Uh, Jamil oh, underneath under the, the second comment. Tags. The Cannon Busters. Okay. I've never even heard it. of these shows. Okay. 
So he says, uh, Cannon Busters and Seis Manos were two of my favorite shows on Netflix, but they never got renewed for another season. He said he has his own opinion of why they didn't get renewed, but wants to know what our opinions are on why. I'm going to have to say that they weren't advertised because I've never heard of either of them. Okay. Like, I wasn't sure if I've never heard of the shows. Tasha, you've heard of them. Yes, I watched both. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I. (sighs) Say Smanos. It was, from what I remember, it was enjoyable. Cannon Busters, I didn't really care for too much. I I just couldn't connect with it. Are they like anime type of joints? Yes, but okay. they're Ameri- I believe they're American made, but one I think Cannon Busters was made in Japan, but the creator okay. is an American who lives in Japan. I think that's correct. If I'm incorrect, okay. I apologize. It's been it's been a little while. Um the reason why they were not renewed. My only guess is that Netflix, they're just not really into the anime stuff as as they claim they want to be at the time. Um, these are shows that seemed like Japanese anime inspired. And, you know, like Robert said, they weren't heavily advertised. Um, but yeah, it's like, also Vol- not Voltron and Castlevania were... Were, were very advertisable. Yeah. Voltron and Castlevania and, both, you know, and then we yeah, watched and them. Was, they got, they got they're both properties. Yeah. yeah, they were, they're, they were they're singing they're a published properties. You know, Cannon Busters and Seis Manos are, from what I can remember, again, my I could be wrong, um, they're original shows. They're not based off of anything prior, yeah. like Voltron or Castlevania or Dota you know, Arcane, League of Legends, stuff like that. So if it's not catching a whole bunch of attention and things like that from just stuff that's already known today from other media, it's not going to get a fair shot, unfortunately. I remember looking at the photo of Seis Manos right now. I remember watching the first two episodes of this. Um, South American-based storytelling, uh, martial arts. They have a sensei, and he's in South America somewhere. I like the action. The story was kind of weak to me. That's just me. Um, I remember that one. And looking at Cannon Busters, mm-hmm. the female lead or the – I don't want – I have never watched it. I don't want to assume she's a female, but she looks feminine. Um the animation looks like the same animators that did Voltron, the most recent Voltron. She looks like the princess from the most recent Voltron. Mm. I never watched a single minute of it. That's what the animation looks like. I can only speak for Seis Manos. Wait. Wait, you didn't watch Voltron? I did watch Voltron. Oh, I'm sorry. He, he oh, watched okay. Cannon Busters. Yeah, I didn't Ooh. watch Cannon Busters. Hey, sit down. Okay. <laughs> We're talking Ooh. anime. You're supposed to be quiet right now. That's what you do. Uh, I, I heard Voltron, though. That's where I, that's where I stepped in. <laughs> this, um, why they didn't get renewed? Probably because, just like Tasha said, um, the IP was kind of weak, and they they probably did a one shot, and it didn't test well, or it didn't really pan out the way they wanted it to. So it's just going to be like a cult classic. There's a ton of animes 
that Tasha could probably run down a, a list of that only got one season and never really got another shot. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not abnormal for this to happen. Um, it's a business. But also Netflix is known to give a lot of things, animated or live action alike, one season and then that's it. They cancel it. I don't know what kind of numbers they look at to determine that they want to pursue a season two of anything, but I don't know. You know what? It probably fell into that category. Here's a tip for anybody that wants to put an anime on Netflix. Write this down. Get the kid from uh, Stranger Things, your favorite actor, Quincy, and put him in an anime. That show will be on for 17. It's terrible. It's terrible. a terrible kid kid yeah but I, I we don't know man i mean jamil we'd love to know um i'm pretty sure we can do some digging and find out but they i will sit down and watch cannon busters i watched some of say Manos, like i said but i'll watch some cannon busters to see exactly why it fell apart i don't know the animation is yeah. pretty tight the guy Story the the, fe- the male character me. yeah the male character is like a mixture of naruto Cowboy Bebop and um, his bottom half looks like something from Attack on Titan. So it looks like it'd be fun. Hell, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Jamil, you yeah. got more than I thought we were going to get for that from that question. So tell your friends to listen to the podcast. <laughs> See you in a couple of weeks, bro. All right. Next question is from Tim. He was wondering if any of us on the panel would be seeing the upcoming movie Beast starring Idris Elba. Yes. Maybe. It it reminds me of uh, that that movie with Michael Douglas and uh, Val Kilmer a couple years ago with the the man-eating lions. Like, that was a good movie. And uh, it's that movie. A couple years ago? I'm I'm being gracious here. yeah, uh, but <laughs> that was like twenty years a, ago. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie. Like that's one of my favorite movies. Uh, if it's similar to that, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it anyway. Like, it caught my eye. Okay. Nah, I'm gonna say maybe. I'm, I'm not a huge movie goer right now with, with uh, the way that my life is laid out. I probably won't. I'll probably check it out when it comes to streaming. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to check it out when it's on streaming as well. It doesn't seem like a theater movie for me. No. Yeah, I've, I've already seen The Grey, so I don't need to see a lion version of it. <laughs> the Grey? Oh. Liam Neeson punching wolves. Yes. Yeah, that's a good movie too. Did you see Ghosts in Darkness? Yeah, I saw Yeah, that. I did see that. That was oh, also yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. My wife wants to I see didn't... it, so I might end up seeing it in the theater. But other than that, that's probably about it. She's gonna uh, threaten you with that hammer. She might. Shit, she can't. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike's leaving like this. <laughs> One eye open. That's good. That's good. All right. Next question, Ty. All right. Yep. Uh, Tim Carter again was one saying, um, "Do we think that Young Justice is fully dead?" Or could Warner Brothers license it out to Netflix and give it hope for a fifth season? My answer is no. We had um, Netflix streaming Young Justice and they did nothing with it at the time from 
when it was on Cartoon Network up until they removed it from Netflix and put it on, at the time, the DC Universe app. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that Warner Brothers will play nicely with Netflix the way that Marvel has in terms of their shows. It would be nice if they did so that we can get that final season, but I don't think that it's going to happen. I'm still holding out some hope that Warner Brothers will give Young Justice a fighting chance the way that they're doing this Flash movie. That's a whole nother thing. (laughs) But um, it's not completely scrapped yet. It's just in talks of possibly being scrapped because season five has not been officially confirmed. We want Mm. that season five. That's the thing. So I'm just hoping I'm hoping that we get get the <laughs> the season five for HBO yeah, I, Max, but it's not going to come to Netflix. No, I, I don't I don't I don't think Warner Brothers DC is loaning anything out like they bring everything for their streaming service so people can pay for their, you know, well, their brand. And yeah. if it goes to Netflix, Netflix is going to cancel it after another season. That's what they do. They cancel shows. So mm-hmm. there's no point. Oh, I, no. I'll hold out hope that they're going to bring it back. I think that a lot of this, just from the, the standpoint that they've been doing, is a lot of just restructuring, clean slating their entire you know, future schedule that's coming out, except for things that are already heavily in, in development, and then figuring out what they can afford and what they think is going to bring people to their platforms. And hopefully Young Justice is going to be one of those things that's going to get put back onto the docket. That's what I'm holding out hope I for. I really hope so. Oh, keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, next question is from Dennis Glover again. He asks, what do you think is the biggest missed opportunity so far from Marvel or DC? What story arc or character were you expecting to appear that never materialized? And he listed examples of Taika using Korg instead of Beta Ray Bill as the sidekick or DC Studios constantly teasing the Big Belly Burger but never paying off with Hitman. Hitman would uh, be a good movie. I, I, I got one. Uh, the Snyderverse. Uh, I wish, like, I've read storyboards about what they were planning. Green Lanterns, New Gods, Wars with Apocalypse. Um, I didn't like it all, but I would have liked to have seen that. Um, I, I really think that's a missed opportunity for that cast. Um, you know, Cavill, uh, Ben, uh, you know, who knows? Ezra might still be sane if the movies, uh, uh, would still be going. But like, to me, um, it's a missed opportunity. I don't know what the issue was. There's support behind these movies. And um, I think that's the biggest one. It could be fatal for DC at this point. The window might be closing uh, for some of these actors, maybe. But that's 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 my answer. My my, I'll go. Martian Manhunter. I should have seen him on a big screen by now. We saw him. We had him on Supergirl, which is fun and all. It 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 showed him. But whenever was it the original? Uh, 
what movie was it that he flew down and talked to Batman at his little? That was, uh, that was Snyder, Snyder Cut. Cut. Yeah, Snyder Cut. Okay, yeah. yeah, totally missed that one. They that I mean, MM for real, and they just slept on that one. I really think that Martian Manhunter could have done so much in that universe. Um, to touch on his his point of of Taika using Korg instead of Beta Ray Bill. It was missed also. I mean, I like Korg, but I think Korg was just there because Taika's voice was there. That's the reason why Korg existed was because um, because Taika has an ego and he wanted to be in that movie somehow, some way. And that's why he kept Korg in there and made him such a hot commodity. So, But I think Martian Manhunter was a, was a swing and a miss. Um, there are tons of perfectly capable, last point for me, there are tons of capable mutants that could have been put on the big screen that they just didn't touch. They just stayed with the the big ones, and um, it did the, it did the job. But I think they could have done a lot better with more roles, and especially with the guy who couldn't die dying. He was he couldn't be destroyed. He got destroyed. So that's my point. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have really liked to have seen the Justice League Dark movie that they were going to do to introduce more of the the magic elements into the DCU. That would have been fun. And I think, honestly, all of uh, Thor Love and Thunder (laughs) was a was a, you know, a missed opportunity that completely ruined a very compelling villain. Mm-hmm. And now that he's he's dead, we're never going to see him again. So, you know, your hopes of ever yeah. seeing a good god bomb or any of those stories are are completely out of the at the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Anything, Mike? Um, yeah, I got a couple. Not not me, but I got a couple. Um, I think Taskmaster was a, definitely a missed opportunity. Uh, yeah, they totally botched that character. It it was just horrible. I, I, I don't understand why they did it. I don't see the point behind it, but Taskmaster was a missed opportunity. That could have been a very interesting villain, street level or otherwise. I mean, he could do so much. Um, and then for me, Miss um, Marvel's origin was a missed opportunity on several fronts. Uh, making her mutant wasn't necessary, but if they want to do it, that's fine. But they still could have kept her powers the way they were. Uh, there was no reason to switch them up. Um, not that I can see. And the the whole band or bangle if they're going to have that that bangle could have led to somebody else that could have been a quasar uh opportunity to bring in they didn't need to do that especially if they were making a mutation it just i still don't see any point to to combining those two things that's a missed opportunity so that's pretty much only not going to say only two i have that's the first two that popped in my mind okay i i have one more for um mcu uh i think hawkeye was a uh, missed opportunity, especially in Phase 2. Uh, I think uh, Ultron being actually dead was also a missed opportunity. I think he should have been... Uh, he could have died in that movie, but he should have been in the background. Maybe the cause for some things that wouldn't have been explained until down the line, but Ultron and Hawkeye also. Okay. Yeah, Ultron could have been saved on a thumb drive somewhere. You know? Mm-hmm. I I don't have enough knowledge to really talk about any missed opportunities, but I do have, 
I'm I'm interpreting this question in my own way to so, so I can contribute something to this mm-hmm. particular question. So, in terms of a story arc or a character, I was expecting but not materialized. So far, I would have liked to have seen Raven or Starfire show up in Young Justice. You know, mm-hmm. kind of complete that trifecta mm-hmm. of Teen Titans. We've got the robin that turns into nightwing we got beast boy we got cyborg i think adding starfire and raven into that show would have been very interesting to see um i'm not sure how they would fit it into the universe that young justice has made and you know especially now that dick grayson's nightwing you know he's older now and um, I guess they could do it in terms of age difference with how they do it in the Titans live action show. Um, but yeah, I think seeing those two characters within Young Justice would have been really cool. Yes. I have, I uh, this, this is my last, last one. Uh, the <laughs> other missed opportunity was when uh, those assassins, when they shot up Oliver Queen's car, they didn't kill Felicity. Here we go. <laughs> They missed. <laughs> so there you go. Golly. That's harsh, man. It's the truth. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So our last question is from Dennis again. So he's more of a um not a question, but more so like a a discussion statement so yeah he wants to know if there is anyone that we would cast or recast um for a character we haven't seen yet mm. well, we um, can't really recast a character we haven't seen but okay yeah that. so that one's a little confusing i guess uh cast a character we haven't seen yet or recast a character that we've seen I, I guess i'll turn it into that kind of a question so his example would are tom hooper as captain britain alan richson as flash thompson slash agent venom and ricky whittle as blue marvel okay uh, i've pulled up all three of these guys's photos tom hopper played the big arm guy on uh the umbrella academy mm-hmm. uh, oh he was number Harvard. one I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, he's so, no so that's him. I don't know. I don't really know enough about Britain, but aesthetically, he has the look. Um, Alan Richardson, or Alan Richson, uh, gigantic Jack man from Jack Reacher. Yeah. As much as he'd be a great Venom, it'd be a waste to cover him in black paint. You could that just be my opinion. The guy, he's he's a beautiful man, and covering him up in in Venom black paint would be a waste of a character. Um, and Ricky Whittle, he, he looks like Shamar Moore's, uh, younger brother. Um, but I don't see, I couldn't see him as Blue Marvel. I couldn't see him as Blue Marvel. Nothing in me screams, nothing about this man screams Blue Marvel. I I think some of these we actually touched on, like if, forget Hyperion for, for Cavill, like Cavill's British, like that would be my pick for Captain Britain. Um, Flash and Blue Marvel at this point, I would I, I would go with an unknown. I really, I don't know at this point. There are guys, if they were younger, I would have liked their scene as Blue Marvel. But at this point, like, just I'll roll the dice on an unknown. 
But Cavill, Captain Britain, for sure. Just out of the ones that he mentioned, I would recast Flash Thompson. I just, I never, whoever the guy that plays him in the Spider-Man movies, he, he just didn't have that swag for me to be Flash. Swash, yeah, Flash, he was always a big, big jock, pretty boy, muscle man in the comics. And then, you know, he became a soldier. The kid was rich, but he just didn't have that Flash Thompson swag that I was looking for. So yeah, I would recast that for sure. And he was a he was a Spider Man stand at one point. Uh in the night. He loved Spider Man at one point. Um Yeah, I don't know where to go with that with him. Nobody really jumps out. I don't have an actor mm-hmm. with the, I would just recast him to somebody completely different. Now I would this this guy I would go cliche. It would be blonde and tall, blue eyed. I would I would go with the whole cliche with that one. But, yeah. I just I, I like I think he could be that particular actor would be so much used so much better someplace else than mm-hmm. Flash Thompson. Period. Robert, what do you got? I don't I don't know honestly. <laughs> There's we're we're definitely running out of some of the top billing uh, mm-hmm. actors because Marvel and DC have have soaked up so many of them at this point and yeah, you know having that question popped out on the spot if i could think of just a couple characters that they haven't even announced yet like i was trying to think of like who could be ted cord you know that blue beetle but i guess they've already cast jason sudeikis as him in the blue beetle movie so have they cast zatanna yet i don't know see i don't think so wow yeah that's that'd be that'd be tough because she has to be i mean i know in the book she's she's a very beautiful you know, aesthetically pleasing character. So that'd be. I do like the idea of um, the actress in Prey being X twenty three, an adult version yes. of her. I have seen like that. Then she she looks like she could do it. Yeah, yeah. She, she even looks like the the little girl from Logan. Even looks like they would cast her as the younger version of that particular actress. Now you know that they they have so much in common with the way their faces put together and their complexions. I agree. I think she'd be a good X-23. I think she would. And I know we talked about, you know, Blue Marvel is, of course, one of our favorite characters overall on the panel. And I'm looking at, um, I think it's, I don't want to, Lazaro Alonzo from, uh, he was Mother's Milk on um, The Boys. Unless they cast um, (laughs) Blue Marvel real soon. This cat's 48 years old. Unless they cast this movie real soon, I don't think he's, I think he's probably going to, I hate to say he's going to age out because he's not going to have any, a good long run on it. Wow, Laz is 48? Yeah. Man, looks good. Blue Marvel's got the, uh, the great temples, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah he does. But, you know. Yeah, I, I got a question. You want Blue Marvel with the cape or uh, Blue Marvel in the Reed Richards vest? And with the, with the, the vest? Ultimate. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that. The fat collar? <laughs> that looking. That looking all in uh, the Ultimates. Like, I liked it, but it just made me, like, you know, it, it, it got a, a chuckle out of me. He the totally did the cape. Yeah. Got the puffy vest and the wheat Tims. Yeah. yeah, they were definitely. Um, on some fantastic four vibes and uh in that book yeah i mean it's there's so many so many young and up-and-coming actors that you know hopefully they can the mcu and hopefully the dc universe can tap into these guys and uh 
find some more diamonds in the rough, man, because all the characters and all the actors that came out of the MCU and came out of the DC universe were, you know, still fresh faced young kids whenever, I mean, for the most part, they were fairly fresh actors that had a bunch of movies, but they didn't really have that one breakout role until they hit the big screen wearing a spangled suit or a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Agreed. Figure it out. Always. Is that it, Tosh? All of them? Yep, that is all the questions we have for this week. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, group members. Man, we love this part. Um, Adds a little bit of spice to the show and lets us freestyle and just say whatever the hell we want to at certain points. So We appreciate it. Please continue to contribute. Quincy is going to continue to post the questions every week. On what was it Wednesday or Thursday? It was Wednesday. Thursday. Uh, Thursday that you posted it up. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. So yeah, definitely uh check us out. Check it out. So uh pretty much freestyle time. Anything you want to throw out in the universe? Me. Tosh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this week I watched a show on Amazon Prime called Paper Girls. It is based off of a comic book series. I mean, I'm probably not going to pronounce his name right now, so I apologize. It's written by Brian K. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He's a American comic book writer who, which uh, I didn't know his name until now. And I looked up, he did the Runaways comic, the Marvel Runaways. He wrote that. And apparently he's done the TV show Lost. Um, Mm. So it was a show based off of his comic. Uh, The show is eight episodes long and it's pretty much about these four girls in 1988. They are, I think they said they're about 12 years old. They're 12. Yeah. Yeah. They're 12 and they're doing their morning paper out the day after Halloween. They call it hell day. And all of a sudden, there's this really bright purple light in the sky. And it's basically a time travel kind of a show. So these four girls get caught up in a time traveling war between two factions without meaning to. They just happen to be in the crossfires of one team trying to flee and they get teleported to 2019. (laughs) and (laughs) they come across one of the characters adult selves and so the show so far is just uh exploring how these girls are trying to get back to their time um the show ended on a cliffhanger as if they're trying to have a season two i thought it would be kind of concise in these eight episodes because they're roughly 45 minutes to an hour uh the actor actresses did a very good job i i'm not familiar with any of these young ladies so to me it's almost like i got a sense of just fresh actresses you know it's not someone i've seen in a previous work and all i see is just that you know bob from that show or you know whoever um the one person who i did know and recognize in the show is ali wong she's uh an actress uh, a comedian excuse me um i really 
She was in Always Be My Maybe on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She had what two stand ups when she was pregnant, two right? Yeah, I yes. watched. That's why I know her. Yeah, yes. she was an American mom, yeah. too. American housewife, yeah. I think or something like that. Yeah, she actually does very good acting in this show. Mm-hmm. I sometimes it's hard for me to see comedians take on acting roles, but she actually did very well. Um, could I recommend this show? It's it's hard for me to only because it's very slow paced. And there's not a lot of action. I, yeah. I will be honest. It's not a lot of action. So um, it's if you're curious, check it out. It wasn't bad. It was just not action heavy. You know, it's yeah. it's a story about girls outside of time and running into their future selves and basically coming to terms with how their future turns out for the better or for worse i watched a few episodes of it and i fell asleep not saying that it was bad <laughs> i mean it's a combination of me being tired but also the fact that it didn't really grab a hold of me it was it was a great story mm-hmm. it was very dramatic and if you were to watch it like you know going into it, not knowing that it was based off of a comic book you would never put two and two together it was time mm-hmm. travel it was basically like a quote-unquote coming-of-age story um, it wasn't mm-hmm. bad, but it's, it didn't really grip me um, the way that I thought it would. But, you know, some of the yeah. characters are a little over the top. I like the little, the bad girl whose brother turned out to be a doctor. Oh, her Mac. Yeah. yeah, her character at the beginning, I just wanted to punch her in the face. But, you know, she has a damaged past. But overall, the show wasn't bad to the point to where I watched it. But it just honestly was just, the pacing was just bad for me. Yeah, it, it's, it might put Mike to sleep. I'm going to be honest, Mike, you, you would put, you would go to sleep. I wouldn't recommend it for you, but for those who enjoy a a slower paced show, I would say, give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Oh man. Universal information. Anyone, anyone throw out there some good vibes, anything? After one of our tangents we had the other week about Alan two dicks, two dicks. um, (laughs) I started watching resident alien. Because uh, Megan had mentioned that, and it's actually really good. Um, the guy is a Juilliard-trained actor, and he is just being the goofiest alien trying to act like a human in this small little Colorado town, and it's really, really funny. Um, I want to check it out now. I want to. The, the The thing about it, though, is that so they they kind of establish that there's a small percentage of people that can see him because he kind of takes human form, but there's a small percentage of people that can see him in his alien form and they're like mm-hmm. to these two little kids, but the, the makeup effect that they do for the alien is so good. Like it, it gesticulates and it, it emotes so well that I want to give, okay. you know, major props to the, the, the costuming department. Cause it's really, I mean, this is like Star Trek movie level of, of special effects for the alien costume. It's really good. Oh, I'll definitely. I'm looking at it. Yeah, up it's on. Now. It's on Sci-Fi and and Peacock. Okay. We were watching it on Peacock because I think you have to have a cable subscription to watch things on Sci-Fi right now. Uh, don't need that. Never. And Peacock's free, right? I think so. I'm not sure. I can't remember because we have commercials, so maybe we have the free version. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a paid and free version. I believe. All right. Well, shoot. Cool. Definitely add to the list of things that I will want to get to. 
definitely. Mike, anything? I know you're not caught up. I know you're in school, man. I know you know comics are taking a back seat with you right now. Right now, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on with me that I that I need to get out there. Um, no, no, I plan on seeing uh, Dragon Ball Super. I do plan on seeing that. Uh, my son is driving me crazy to see. It. I wanted to see it either way myself, but yes, do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see it. I'm, I promise y'all to see it either probably next week, and I won't see it this week because I got homework due by Sunday night. But I'll, I'll see it next week for sure. Dig it. My son is the next. He's he's driving me crazy. He, he's ready to go see it. So we. All right. Let us know. Please let us know what you think, man. Quincy, what you got, man? Anything you want to throw out there? I got nothing. Um, new season of Destiny next Tuesday. It's been. Ooh, oh, I can't wait for that. Um, Isn't there a showcase coming soon too? Yep, next week. And I can't wait. So, um, this last season was okay. Um, but looking forward to the last, um, to this next season, they're going to finish upgrading the uh, ARC subclass with the rest of them. So, everything will be um, up to date. Hunters will get some new specials, much needed specials. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay. I'm looking one thing up. Where is it? Ring of Power. I'm trying to. F- when does this come out? I just saw a commercial just now as we were talking. It just uh, on History Channel just showed a, a commercial for it. When did it come out? Release date September second. All right, cool. We got time. I feel like there's we been a lot time. of dueling ads between that and the uh, the uh, Game of Thrones prequel. It's like every other ad. It's one or the other. I watch YouTube. I listen to like streamers while I'm at work. Just kind of listen to them talk. And the commercials that they have on there is like one of them will be wearing your power and the next one will be the, the whatever the dragon one is. Lord of the Rings. The same demographic, definitely. Yeah. The, the, the did that drop? Crowd. Did that drop no. yet? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. I was trying to look up a calendar to see what was going to come out in the next uh, 10 calendar days. I don't know. What's going to happen? Holy smoke, September is upon us. It is. It wow. AQ, hey you asked me about uh, the King the King Conan. Uh, what, what, you, you never answered the question. You, did you want to animate it? Or did, what did it... Well, um, it was something you said on last week's uh, podcast, uh, you know, with the window closing on Arnold getting older. Uh-huh. And maybe if he can't do it physically, then they do... And do it animated, and then I started thinking about Schwarzenegger doing voiceover work, and I was like, I don't know how well that would translate for him. But it's not Arnold to me at this point. He wants to do it. He has stated several times he wants to do it. But as of right now, it still ain't important if he does it or not. I just want the movie. If 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 they do it with him, I'm fine. If they do without him, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Just give me the damn movie. I've been waiting for it since the '80s. Just. He, he, he isn't going to make a break it either way for me. I just want the movie. I think it's needed. Um, not a big as big as big a Conan fan as you and Jr. But uh, that second Conan movie, like, had one of the ended with one of the bigger cliffhangers a movie can ever end with, with him sitting on the throne. Uh, the first one, you know, the same way. That's yeah. So they've been teasing this, you know, this jeweled crown forever. And give me the damn movie. I just yeah, they, got, they ought to do that. 
they had a working title one time. What was it? Uh, King Conan, Crown of Iron. And they that was like early 2000s. They've been teasing this movie for th- over 30 years. Give me this movie. Oh, House of Dragons. Sorry. I just had mm-hmm. a House of Dragons drops on the 21st. So two days from now. We can talk about that oh, um, okay. future episodes. Is it going to be but one yeah. at a time or is it a whole bench thing? Uh, from what I've seen. weird with that. Yeah. It shows um, one at a time. Good. Yeah, I think I it's going to be episodic. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to see that. Yeah. Heck yeah. Hey, Ty, did you work- watch? Uh, did you watch Sandman? No. Right. Mm. Uh, Mike says, "Go put you to sleep." But well, yeah, I liked I, it. It didn't put me to she sleep. Heard the I, I made it through the whole thing, but it didn't. It wasn't blowing me away like he did everybody else. It was, yeah. It was that right. House of Dragons? We'll talk about that next week. I'm sure. Blah blah. English, please. I'm pretty sure uh, Megan's gonna like soak that one up too. Whenever she wakes up from her coma nap. Now I'm gonna watch so. it. I like Game of Thrones. I'm definitely gonna watch. Heck yeah. But man, I think that is it. We'll put a nice little bow on this one for this week. Um, really enjoyed the panel. Really enjoyed you guys listening. Um, like I said, if you are with the group, please pay attention to the weekly post for the questions, and we'd love to read them out. Um, if you're not part of the group, go ahead and look us up on Facebook, uh, Multiverse Unlimited on Facebook, and look us up on Instagram, Multiverse Unlimited on Instagram also. And if you ever decide you want to shoot us an email and you have the time to type out the whole email address it is multiverse unlimited podcast at gmail.com uh tasha tends to that inbox and so please feel free to yes. email us um we'd love to hear from you so i guess until next time we talk to you uh just the multiverse unlimited podcast crew cosmic blue qp the source tosh the anime queen mike jones mr mutant himself and that one guy rob Please remember, be kind to all people you meet because you have no idea what they're going through. So until next time, talk to you later. Peace. Peace Peace out. Bye-bye. Read a comic. Read a comic. Please read a comic.